Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a good thing that the governor of the state of Georgia is lifting much of the stay-at-home order there today. Well, because Georgia rubs right up against Florida on their bottom, and the line was kind of getting blurry. Like, say, with this rule that was put in place by the Bureau of Motor Vehicles back during the lockdown. It is, or it said, the order said, that because of coronavirus restrictions and until the stay-at-home order ends, all a 16-year-old needs to get a driver's license is a note from his or her parents. The traditional requirement to take a road test with an examiner or even a written test proving you, proving you have driving knowledge suspended until the end of the lockdown. <laughs> I wonder if you can get out of a ticket with that, Cliff. Uh, probably not. I've got a note from my mom. <laughs> and she wouldn't lie, really. No, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you you would. I would, yes, but you she would. forge her signature. I will. Shh. <laughs> That can be nothing but trouble right there. Oh, well, thankfully, it's hopefully over. But how many driver's licenses were issued with not anybody even taking a test <laughs> in Georgia? <laughs> mm. Well, Cliff, yes? I've got a friend who's been taking this isolation stuff really, really serious. Okay. And I mean extremely. Like, okay. literally will not leave the house. And I was talking to him on the phone yesterday afternoon. And he said maybe it's time for him to break out of isolation. He took a good look at himself in the mirror, and he's starting to look a lot like his driver's license photo. (laughs) And you know how bad those things always are. Those are always bad, yeah. Yeah. I always hold out the hope you're going to say down at the Department of Irony, and you always (laughs) ironically (laughs) go with the breakfast story, Cliff. Well... You know me. I do know you. <laughs> well, Cliff, I know you're pretty smart, too, and I'm going to ask well, you this. Thank you very much. It's Sheldon Cooper of Radio. Someone called me that one time. Yes, so. they did. Yep. Second place. Yep. Finishing in second. Mm-hmm. That's not really that bad, is it? Well, it depends upon, you know, what the contest is. Well, I think <laughs> you could brag a little bit. Uh, the well, ratings I mean, came out yesterday. Yeah. Okay. And uh, this program... Yeah. Actually came in second place. Okay. And I don't think we've ever been a number two in anything <laughs> except some of your stories. <laughs> and in the hearts and minds of our listeners. <laughs> yes. So that I'm kind of I'm kind of fired up about that, Cliff. That's pretty cool. We seem to have turned a little corner here at Country Ninety Eight yeah. One. Second yeah. place. Mm-hmm. We uh, got beat out yeah. by a documentary okay. titled you put a Q-tip there? <laughs> well, it's hard to beat that, Cliff. It's true. It's hard yeah. to beat. Yeah. You put a Q-tip there. <laughs> we, this story is so good that even the direct quotes from the police arrest report carry the seal of approval from the morning roadshow department of Just in time for breakfast! Police in Sebastian, Florida, spotted a car sitting in a parking lot in a city park that had been reported stolen earlier in the day and then went to search the area for suspects. 
in a nearby men's room, they found an unidentified man in a stall sitting, but also noted that the lights had been left turned off, which, as you might expect, immediately aroused suspicion. When officers asked the man what he was doing in the stall, he replied, uh, pooping, and while he was seated on the toilet with his pants around his ankles, there were also several electronic devices on the floor consistent with being stolen materials. Then the officer on the scene allowed the man to get some toilet paper to, shall we say, produce the evidence. And as the investigator duly noted in the arrest report, and I quote, there was no discoloration consistent with cleaning fecal matter, thus leading police to surmise he was using the toilet as a ruse to avoid arrest, unquote. And thus ends the case of the pristine potty paper free of fetid feces. Where in the world do you find this <laughs> stuff? <laughs> Florida. <laughs> as a police officer, I would hate to have to ask that question to some suspect. No, you're, you're exactly right. That's going to be, they yeah. don't train, I don't think, for that cliff <laughs> at the that, academy, no. no. Um, now, I could tell you where I find these stories, but do you really want to know? <laughs> no, because I'm not going to that page anyway. <laughs> there you go. Okay. First of all, Cliff, uh, I want to apologize for my language on text messaging here <laughs> this morning. <laughs> you, wait, wait, what did you say? <laughs> uh, the chats I've had with you about uh, the way the program's going so far this morning is... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've not had a lot of sleep, Cliff. I was up a lot last well, night. I, I noticed that you did say that while we were uh, talking in our little chat window that we can communicate back and forth. It was that um, whatever was happening was because of a lack of sleep. Yes. And uh, due to a large part of trying to do something early and get it done for the weekend, and it all yeah. went to pieces last oh, no. night. What happened? I was going to do my laundry. Well, I did my laundry, actually. Going to get it out of the way so this weekend I didn't have to mess with it. It's going to be nice weather until Sunday. It's supposed to rain then, but today and tomorrow I was going to go play out in my yard a little bit. So Mm -hmm. I did the laundry. But I forgot that those peppermints that you like to chew on. Yeah. I had a bunch of those that we have here at the station. I put a bunch of them in my pocket yesterday. And I was going to, you know chomp around on them and I forgot all about it Mm -hmm. until I put my pants in the dryer last night (laughs) oh no yes (laughs) and now I have a severe case of launderment going on in my dryer (laughs) no yes I have pieces of that stuff stuck on the door of my dryer (laughs) and as you know my dryer's got the big window in it because I wanted to see everything turn and yeah. now I wish I didn't have to see that because... Because <laughs> there they are. <laughs> and it's hard to get off of there, too. Once they get baked on, yeah, they're kind of there. I I have learned from, you know, the the volume of those candies that I consume, I have learned the hard way that it's necessary to empty your pockets before you put your clothes in the hamper. Yeah, you don't want a case of laundromat, I'm telling you, because <laughs> That's right. mm, I've got it. Cliff? Yes. Is there ever a time when it's kind of sort of okay to lie? <laughs> you know, like a little white lie. Is it okay <laughs> once in a while? okay to lie. Yes. Is there ever a time when it's okay to lie? <laughs> I've got a dilemma going well, on here. You've got, you've got a dilemma. So, so what you're saying is you need to tell someone a story to cover your backside for some way to stay out of trouble well i need to tell a company a story 
Okay. So that I can get cake. <laughs> oh. <It's, laughs> is it okay to lie if the reward's going to be a cake? Um, I mean, they're offering it, but I'm over the age limit. You're over the age limit? Yes, for what so they're it, wanting. <laughs> well, can't you just make... No, wait, you can't just make a cake. I'm sorry. So I, I would say you're probably okay. You think go that'd ahead. be okay? Yeah, go ahead. I mean, I don't want them to think badly of of me. <laughs> but, but but then it, again, on, on the other hand, considering, you know what you put out on the air every day, there's already at least 11 people who think badly of you anyway. That's true, and, and it's Keystone Light beer, and I really don't care about their beer one little bit, but they're giving away a cake along with the beer, Cliff. If you uh, turn 21 okay. this year, you give yeah. them your age, which I have to fudge just a slight little bit on that, yeah, not like a whole lot. Maybe, like maybe two and a half times. Well, just a little. <laughs> uh, I can give them my right zip code, Okay. And then I have to pay, put down in 150 words or less what yeah. my perfect 21st birthday would look like since everybody's in quarantine. <laughs> and then they're going to pick out people, yeah. give you a $200 gift card. I don't really care about that. I'd give that away to our listeners. Okay. And birthday cake along with booze. Yeah. I'd really? give that away too. I don't okay, know if we so, can legally do that. So but. they can't just like, you know, ship people a case of beer. Because of, you know, legal restrictions. Right. It'll be like that a means, certificate. Oh, okay. So that means you're going to have this certificate that's going to say, please present the bearer of this certificate a case of beer on his 21st birthday. Correct. And you're going to go into, like, Maidlow's and say, I'm here to collect my beer. And the woman that works at Maidlow's is going to go, really? You're 21? <laughs> I was once. I was she, once. He then becomes the face that you're lying to. Well, I won't get the beer. I don't care about that. Okay. I want the cake. Okay. And they're going to make it. It looks like it's cool. It looks yeah. like one of their cans Yeah. with the little 21 standing on top of it. It's pretty impressive. And you know okay. me, I like cake. Well, yeah. Yeah, don't we all? I'll lie to your face for cake. I'm just telling you, Cliff. <laughs> I will lie right to your face Okay. if it involves cake. I know, Cliff, you're at a big disadvantage, and I'm going to try to explain this. Hopefully, you can follow along with me here. Oh, okay. We got a call from one of our wonderful 11 listeners. Yeah. I don't know if you remember Jerry Moore from Owensville. Yeah. You do? I do, yes. Yes, he brought us the uh, bug spray when those little natty things were biting us. Remember that? Yes, I do remember that, well, yes. Well, he called in and uh, mm -hmm. said that today his wife was having a special birthday. Now, okay. he didn't mention his wife's name, so we could say <laughs> so happy birthday. It's hard to birthday. talk about her when, you know, we don't know what her name is. Yes, uh, he didn't, but he wanted us to say a happy birthday to her, so here we are, happy birthday to the unnamed wife of Jerry Moore. <laughs> so, my question for you, Cliff, since you know yeah. who Jerry is, what age would you think the special birthday would be if you had to guess here, Cliff? Oh, oh, see, now you, you put me on the spot. Yes. So if I guess incorrectly, and she's insulted by the whatever my age guess is, it's all my fault and not yours. Well, I was going <laughs> to go with she's probably yeah. Yeah. right around 29. That would be my guess. <laughs> oh, really? Somewhere in that neighborhood. <laughs> okay. So, do you think uh, higher or lower? Or? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with just a teeny tiny little bit higher. Just a little bit, though. Just a little bit. 
Well, all right. Whoever the uh, lady's unknown name is, Jerry's calling right now, Cliff. So it's, oh, is. <laughs> it's too late so, now, Jerry. <laughs> so you, you can't recover us now. We'd unfortunately, this story of a car versus pedestrian incident in Satahip, Thailand, ends with the pedestrian passing away. But let's take their death and make it a lesson about wandering on a busy roadway when you're plastered. Authorities responded to the road near the naval base back on April 26th after the crash, with the driver later saying that the pedestrian came out of nowhere in the darkness, and even though making every attempt to avoid running into them, there was no way the crash could be avoided. We know the incident was alcohol-related because there were several bottles of beer in in possession of the pedestrian, which was, by the way, a drunk monkey. <laughs> I've heard of that all my life. A drunk monkey? He's as drunk as a monkey. Drunk as never, a monkey. I've never actually seen a drunk monkey. <laughs> Apparently, as I was researching that story, in some tourism places where there are monkeys and open-air bars, there are monkeys that are actually alcoholics because they will, uh, if a, a bar client goes off and leaves a drink, they'll swoop in and steal it. And then as their reliance on alcohol becomes great because of their alcoholism, they become more violent to try to get your alcohol as you sit there enjoying your drink. (laughs) Who knew? (laughs) You just described some of my friends right there, Cliff. (laughs) Perfectly. (laughs) You know, Cliff, the good thing about failure today What's that? It's only going to be two and a half minutes long if we have to play The Fifth Dimension. That's all the longer that song is? That's it. It'll sound a lot longer. Oh, yeah, I mean, it'll sound like forever. Yes. Up, up, and away in my beautiful balloon. So let's get ready to play it. Okay. It's no prize, just punishment. Let's see who's brave enough to call in at 812-386-1250. Hi, who's this? Tim Pete from Vincent. Tim Peach from Vincent. All right, Tim. Now, are you a big fan of the fifth dimension? Not at all. Good. Not at all. So the pressure's all on you to spy the lie, okay? Yeah. All right. All right. Here we go. Statement number one. An intoxicated ant always falls on its right side. False. No, no. How we haven't got there yet. Hang on. <laughs> no. I'm going to read okay. you three, and you're going to tell me which one's the lie, okay? <laughs> all right. All right. right. <laughs> you, you've pre-falsed <laughs> me already. <laughs> He's so excited, he doesn't even remember how to play the yes, game. Yes, that was the yeah, first one. I forgot one. already. There you go. That I'll go over it again. Yeah. Number one, an intoxicated ant always falls on its right side. Okay. Number two, if the wire of a slinky was laid out flat, it would measure 87 feet. And number three, the first TV game show aired in Germany, and it was called Guess How Many Beans Are in the Jar? Which one do you think, Tim, is the lie? I think the slinky. You think the slinky is? Slinky. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Tim, because you're going to be the guy that's punishing us all today because that's absolutely (laughs) true. Oh, man. The lie was the guess how many beans are in the jar. Go figure. Who would have thought? Uh, Well, Tim, I thank you for calling in and showing your bravery. I don't thank you for making us listen to Up, Up, and Away, though, okay? We might as well announce his full name. Tim Peach from Vincennes. This is all because of you. Do you care to look at the text messages we received for that? I'm I'm looking at the text messages. (laughs) 
That's awesome. I stepped out of my truck, heard the song, and stepped back out of it because I couldn't take it. <laughs> and there was a, uh, well, clearly we know it's Tim Peach's fault, and that's why a text came in that said, Damn Tim to hell. Yes. Now, it is punishment, but let's not put people in purgatory forever, okay? There's no reason to do that. No, we, we don't have to go. Yeah. No, he, we, could, he can spend the day there. Yes. And be released. That would be, a, yes. Not not a permanent thing for Tim. Right. Wow. That's awesome. It is awesome. <laughs> Well, Cliff, mm-hmm. we got a text message about the uh, graduation 2020 celebration we're trying to do at uh, yeah. weedandcliff.com, and they wanted to know, okay, how much is this going to cost us? It doesn't cost you a no. thing. Oh, no, 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 no. Not a thing. No. And um, as a matter of fact, we're not spending any money on it, so we really can't charge you for it. The only thing that it will cost yeah. is if we get a whole bunch of these in, yeah. It will cost Cliff a considerable amount of time putting all of this together That's and exactly the music right. behind it. As we all know, the time spent by Weed and Cliff, really, you can't put a value on. Just ask the boss. <laughs> well, I know the value. <laughs> I mean, so, that's the only thing. That's the only kind thing. Of a, kind of a thing we're doing just to uh, say congratulations. It's time for that Choose Your News. Hi, who's this? Good morning, fellas. Hey. Is, is, it, is it Ralph? It is. Yeah. Yes, sir. How are you guys this morning? We're doing fine, Ralph. Yourself? Oh, I'm doing my trucking thing. So, yeah, I'm doing good. Thank you. Well, you're quite welcome. Well, Cliff's going to give you the uh, three headlines, Ralph. You pick the one you want to hear the worst, okay? Uh, <laughs> yeah. You ready? That didn't that didn't make sense, Weed. You mean <laughs> the one that... <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll be the worst one. Trust me, Ralph. It'll be the worst one. <laughs> okay. All right, Cliff, go okay. ahead. Here we go. Number one. A white trash 12 days of Christmas. Number two, I want a new drug. Or number three, that'll cure what ails you. Ooh, oh, let's, let's just go with what, what will cure you. Let's, that cures what, what cures what ails you. What ails what, you, what cures that'll you. That'll cure what ails you. That'll cure what ails you. Thank you, Cliff. Yeah. Yes. Okay, here you go. Ralph, reports from the country of India say everyone is recovering after this event designed to help protect people from infection by the coronavirus. Authorities say a man named Narayan Chatterjee, 40 years old, now facing criminal charges after he told everyone in attendance that if they drank the elixir he had prepared, they'd be safe from getting COVID-19 or being infected with it in they'd be cured. Everyone drank up, but several people got sick, and that's when the police came calling. Although his supporters are now crying foul, saying that everyone in attendance knew what they were getting into when they drank Gaumutra. By the way, the chief ingredient in Gaumutra has the approval of the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. Oh, because, no. Because it's cow urine. Most <laughs> <laughs> supporters are saying the men should be freed because everyone went there to drink cow urine. Everyone knew the glass they were handed was mostly cow urine, and everyone voluntarily put in their mouths and then swallowed cow urine. <laughs> Thanks, Ralph. That was really yeah, nice. Okay, we, yeah. yeah, yeah, I knew I shouldn't have called. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> you see, Ralph, you were the only person that called, and so everybody else went, nope, we're not doing this. And so you're like the guinea pig. Yes, sir, I understand. Well, you and be safe this weekend, Ralph. I know you're going to be out on that uh, 
porta pot on surfboards. It's a porta doing a little fishing this weekend. So. It's a boat, weed. It's a boat. It's, a it's not a boat. All right. I paid my there's stimulus no. money for that boat. Come on there's now. No. All right. Well, you, <laughs> okay. you got to. See you later, Ralph. All right, guys. Bye bye. All right. Bye-bye. It is, Cliff. It's a porta potty on surfboards. Uh, no, it totally is. Yes. With yeah. a trolling motor. Yes. Here's Blake Shelton on the Morning Road Show. Well, it's time now for the brief and depressing Take It to the Bank. Well, i got to say I like the brief part of that, so go ahead. Well, the depressing part, Cliff, is they uh, Mm -hmm. did a study, Purdue University did, and they tried to figure out the salary range that adults need to be the happiest. Okay. And they found out that the salary that you need to be the happiest, best quality of life, is $95,000 a year. Okay. When the normal average in the United States yeah. is 65. Okay. Which is depressing on both levels whenever <laughs> I read that. I would say, considering the fact that we work in small town radio, I'm doubly depressed. Yes, I'm a little sad. How yeah. about a live orchestra in the courtroom? You know, they're adding some suspense-filled music. <laughs> As the uh, foreman stands oh. up to give the verdict, you know, it's like... So the, so the judge would go, foreperson of the jury, have you reached a verdict? Cue dramatic music. Yes. <laughs> a little violin in the background, you know. And then when he does it, it's like, don don don. Yeah. Would that not be cool? That would that would be totally cool. And, you know, if it's a not guilty, yeah. if there's money, mm-hmm. a confetti cannon can go off. <laughs> <laughs> be safe this weekend and make good choices. Mm-hmm. And yep. remember... I will look you in the eye and lie for cake. <laughs> Cliff, anything else said this morning? Anything else? Praises of the day, Starboard number three. I paid my stimulus money for that boat, which, by the way, is a porta potty on surfboards. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, you can't lie. No. It's not a boat. <laughs> not even close. <laughs> no. Number two, cleaning fecal matter. No surprise there. The number one morning road show phrase for today. The unnamed wife of Jerry Moore. <laughs> oh, I found out her name eventually, Cliff. Oh, oh he, yeah, because yeah. he got in trouble. I think he probably did. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.